0: so this is kind of unique we actually talked so long about the eight gifts of hanukkah that i decided afterwards to make it its own episode so uh, this is now the episode uh talking about the two other films from this weekend uh and uh, so if you want to hear what we have to say about the eight gifts of hanukkah please check out that i'll put a link in the description but here we are to talk about the two remaining films from the weekend a very merry bridesmaid and our christmas journey so thank you very much hi everybody welcome to the hallmarkies podcast and we are very excited here for another week a uh, recap uh, for another recap of this weekend's hallmark movies it's our seventh week of hallmark movies for this season we're nearing the finish line if you can believe it and it's just the beginning of december but it's true and we're very excited to talk about three movies today and i'm film critic rachel wagner and stacy agner is here hi everybody thank you so much for having me rachel Yes. Thank you for coming and happy late Hanukkah. Thank <laughs> had a great you. time. All right. So we have a very merry bridesmaid and this stars, Emily Osmond and Casey Diedrich and director David Strasser, writer, Tracy Angerine, who is just to me has won this season. I-, I loved kiss before Christmas. I thought it was so good. And this spoiler alert for my rating. I really loved this too. I thought it was very good and the summary is uh, Leia's 30th birthday is on the same day as her brother's wedding her childhood crush is back in town for the wedding and he is determined to make sure her birthday does not go by the wayside and i think what is really impressive about this movie is that i should not like this movie this movie is like a planning movie where all they're doing is basically planning stuff and normally i hate that i think that's so boring But I really liked it. I thought that the characters and the writing was very good in this movie. And like every character, even like a side character, like her brother, had like some depth to his character. Like there were a lot for these kinds of movies. There were a lot of, I thought, pretty complex characters within one film in in a short runtime to try to develop. And I, I just thought it was really excellent. What did you think? One of the things I've noticed watching this one and Eight Nights,
1: Eight Gifts of Hanukkah mm-hmm. was how similar the backstory was for the hero of Eight Gifts of Hanukkah and the hero of this movie. How, yeah. it's, it's, it, like it was practically like identical and I loved that for a lot of reasons you know, I love the fact that like both of, both of the, you know, both of the families like embraced, you know, these characters, um, yeah. you know, and how, um, it's that working today? At all. Yeah, like
0: how lovely was it that they took time out of the wedding to recognize that it was her birthday.
1: I did not think it was going to happen. It was honestly did not think that was going to happen. I was like, oh my God. And I should say like my birthday tie, you know, has like sort of intertwines with Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and a whole bunch of other holidays. So like needless to say, I get this. I feel her pain, (laughs) like, you know, This year, you know, my birthday was the second night of Hanukkah and I lit all the candles, but like, I totally felt that pain. Like, oh, it's fine. It's totally fine. You know, like all of the other things in the world is going to happen. And the thing is like, when he, when it was so important to him that he, that, you know, she, her birthday be celebrated, that was like, okay, what's going on here? There's gotta be something else going on here because this is, this is, this is lovely this is very much appreciative as someone who, you know, also has this birthday issue, but like there's gotta be something else going on. And that maybe.
0: is true. They are very similar stories. There's even like a grandma yep. character who's passed away. Mm-hmm. I, I hadn't really, for some reason, I hadn't really thought about that, but you're absolutely right. Like the, the friends to lovers yep. in both Child cases, but lovers, in this case, yeah. she spends way more time with him. Yes. Than because there's, there's no other, other dating or other people This right. she's, she's spending cool. all the time with him and like getting more and more attached and their conversations felt really tender and sweet. And I bought it, you know, that, mm-hmm. that, uh, that they were becoming reacquainted with each other. Yes. mm mm-hmm.
1: And I was, and it was interesting because I had, I had, I had suspicions at the beginning and I was like, did her brother say anything to her friend? Did her brother say anything to his friend? Cause I was like, and then sure enough, he kind of did.
0: Yeah. And like, I loved that scene when they were like really cozy sitting together mm -hmm. and she says, I forgot what a good listener you were. Thanks for understanding.
1: Yes. That was
0: so good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like- basically like her big issue is that, so she was planning on going on a trip and then her dad had a heart attack. And so she needed to come back and forget where it was the trip. And then so we were, like, she had the another trip planned yeah. and he had another heart incident. And so she is kind of paralyzed by that. And she feels like she can't leave because something's horrible is going to happen to her father. And, and so that was, I thought a really interesting conflict. I've never heard of that conflict in these. And, and I also appreciated the fact so that her sister-in-law to be could have definitely been an insufferable bridezilla character, but they didn't go there. I mean, she, she has like legitimate like things to be sad about because she'd gotten yeah. all the way to England for her dress. Her dress and- has been lost. It was her dream dress that she yeah had you know wanted dreamed of of wearing and everything and and uh so i i thought that they wrote her character also very well that it was not this like "Eh," you know kind of character like she was just and like when everybody else was going out shopping and they weren't Mm -hmm. including her like she wasn't a bridezilla about that but she was all like oh okay i guess you know she was just like a little sad you know i i thought her character was well done as well she was
1: really really lovely I'm like mm-hmm. I
0: loved sort of
1: how I get the feeling that she would have understood if um if Leah had said you know if, if the heroine had said something about a birthday like uh, the way yeah, that they drove so. drew her character which was important you know mm-hmm. like um but um I really liked how they were bonding and i liked how very very like grateful she also seemed to be as well like as you know like future your sister-in-law randomly staying with me for two weeks like okay sure you know like out of nowhere and oh of course i will and of course i'll give you time for my store and of course i'll do this not the other thing
0: yeah I- and so the brother is buying the dream house and it's interesting because we also had this in the um open by christmas <laughs> And I didn't really like it in there because I, I, I don't know. I just feel like you should have some say in the house that you're going to be living in. Like, even if it's technically your dream house. Um, and I mean, it is still kind of not my favorite here, but it was, it was handled. I thought better here and yeah. more sweet. <laughs> and I just, and I guess I just, I, I really didn't like Eric Durance's character in open by Christmas. I, and this, I liked the sister-in-law's character very much. And so, I don't know. It's just the whole thing. I was able to go with it and be cute.
1: It worked. About like, it. And the thing is, like, I think one of the things that sort of made it okay for me was the fact that they'd actually tried to buy it before. Yeah. That they right. actually makes took substantial, substantial steps towards acquiring her mm-hmm. childhood home before, but were not able to do it. And so, and the fact that their real estate agent has been on the case
0: yeah since then made it okay
1: for me and her reaction made it fantastic because like you know it wasn't like he was buying some house that she hadn't seen
0: or like hadn't wanted or like
1: and I loved
0: when she says I just love poinsettias they are so Mm -hmm. happy and that reminded me of of Kathleen Kelly in You've Got Mail don't you think daisies are the friendliest flower yeah Uh, and and then they had this very swoon worthy carriage ride that was good Mm -hmm. and and not only was it a good carriage ride but it they also had like good conversation and and we're getting closer it was building the chemistry so well between you know these two people and I have never I don't think I've ever seen uh the um I've never seen Casey Diedrich I think before and, and I liked him a lot he was very good
1: it was interesting because, like, my first my first thought was he looks like the guy who is in who is in The Spirit of Christmas, Thomas Baudouin. I was like, oh my god! Yeah. Like, that was my first impression. He does depression. look like him. And I had I literally had to go double check. Like, did he star in The Spirit of Christmas? And no, he did not. But still,
0: you know, <laughs> which is saying a lot because Tom, Thomas, uh, what is his name? Baudouin? Yeah, I, he is one of the most handsome people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Sometimes love needs a little
1: push. Lizzie Shane, the award-winning author of the 12 dogs of Christmas has a brand new small town romance set in Pine Hollow, Vermont, where every happily ever after begins with adopting an adorable rescue dog.
0: First love gets a second chance into all the dogs I've loved before when the town librarian mischievous Australian shepherd keeps getting loose and fetching her ex, the town sheriff. Lizzie Shane's Pine Hollow series has been called an irresistible blend of heart, humor, and a whole lot of puppy love. And to all the dogs I've loved before is available now wherever books are sold. To learn more, visit www.lizzieshane.com. That's lizzieshane.com. To her friend Marcy, the lawyer, she says, I'm hanging out with him while I can. So she intentionally is like honest about the fact that she is getting mm-hmm. attached yeah. to him Yep. As, as opposed to most of these rumors, like no it's not we're just we're just doing errands where she actually says no I know I'm and, and I'm going to take advantage of every single minute I have to spend with him because mm-hmm. I like this person that yeah. was very refreshing yeah. and yeah. the fact
1: that like he later admitted to like how he was feeling mm-hmm. you know like it's like it's a zombie cr- like I thought like like so I talk about this very intentional yes extremely so like Mm -hmm. he was like I had a crush on her in high school but I didn't want to act on it because who knows what was going to happen but my there you know it's a zombie crush as I like to talk about it um the zombie crush feelings that you thought were going to die a painful death and no longer exist but then all of a sudden you come in contact with the person again and you're like oh there's the, you know, there's the crush again. There's the feelings again. Oh, there they are, you know, like a perennial flower or something. But like, he literally is like, I have these feelings again, and
0: I am going to act on them this time. Yeah. Well, and he finds this whole sort of scrapbook kind of thing that they made of all the trips that they wanted to go on. Yeah. And and then she, yeah. And she has all these pictures of Peru she wanted Mm -hmm. to do. And, and she's talking, I think it's to Marcy. I can't remember, but they say tacking on days at the end of a work trip is not a vacation. Her
1: or was her that, was her yeah, okay, that was our mother? Yeah, that I my mom. remember. Yeah,
0: but uh, but tacking on days at the end of a work trip is not a vacation, and yes. I have done that before. I've tacked on work. I've tacked on vacation yeah. days at the end of a work trip, and it's pretty fun actually. But I, I see the point that that really setting the time to be 100%, a hundred percent. Vacation. I'm taking a break, which is so hard to do when you're a freelancer. Yeah. When you're not. Yes. I mean, it's almost impossible for me. I I, I have to be at least like semi involved, at least in social media and other things going on. And I I can't really take a hundred percent off, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but I, I it's good. And you know, they say maybe we can take more time for ourselves in the new year, mm-hmm. and and the, so that's when they go to her friend Kendra and they find a dress for uh for her sister-in-law and that was very sweet and the house reveal was well done Uh, i thought you know and and you just felt happy for her sister-in-law i forget her name what's her name i can't remember anyway doesn't matter um (laughs) but you felt happy for her sister-in-law and then you have this whole scene with we had a scene where paul is telling everybody don't you know don't mess with my sister and then he specifically tells drew don't hurt her yep uh, so that was a, then, a good moment
1: and i love the lock screen on his phone that he goes to drew mm-hmm. yes that's the hero's name um <laughs> with um with the picture of him and leah right from that moment where like he oh tells yeah her, where he tells her your story is not over yet. I was like, I wrote this down. And I was like, this is fantastic. It's like yeah. that photo. Like we're in the middle of this, in the middle of their bachelor party. I'm like, he's got he's got the photo.
0: And so then you have a ugly sweater, bachelor party, which was yeah. a fun idea. I liked that. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the mistletoe moment with the kiss. And what I really liked about this <gasps> moment was that they actually like deal with the kiss as part of the plot and conflict in the story. Yes. That you know that that's the that, that so the relationship is building and building and building. You get to this moment and and so often in these movies you either have a near kiss or a kiss and then it's just kind of completely forgotten about and they're back yeah. to skating and going picking trees and stuff like that. And you're like, no, if I kiss somebody
1: or yeah, almost
0: I kiss somebody, I don't think We're there's that big a difference. You would, yeah, you would definitely have to like talk about it and deal with it. And it would be something important, mm-hmm. you know, cause you just don't kiss anybody. No, certainly not in Hallmark world. You don't. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> like, and, and you
1: know, you kiss with intent in Hallmark. Yeah. Movies. Like that's kind of how it works, whether it's under the mistletoe or not. And like, it's, you gotta, you gotta deal with it.
0: And then there was a great scene between her and her dad. And cause her dad realizes what has happened and he didn't realize it, that he, that she had stopped these trips, you know, cause of him. And, uh, she says that, that he doesn't want to be holding her back and that you don't have to carry everything on your shoulders. I'm still your dad. Oh, my heart. That was mm-hmm. so sweet. I loved that. That was fantastic. Like
1: he yeah. actually saw her. Like, I think that's the other thing too, that I loved about this movie is that all of these people slowly realize, no, actually we haven't been seeing this person. Right. that like, you know, we think we know her, but we don't.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I, my dad is a very, very busy person, very busy. Mm-hmm. And so when he takes the time and he does takes the time to express his love for each of us individually in different, you know, there's six of us, so that's a lot. Um, it does, it means something extra special. And uh, it's, and I felt that here, that relationship between them, it was very sweet Yes. and and then the wedding i thought was good it was very very well done and you get this great scene between drew and paul yes. and drew says he has a crush on leah with her name yeah and and then paul says uh, nothing would make me happier than you two finding each other which was the perfect response and yes all of this was also another point where if they in a poor script the the sister-in-law could have been a bridezilla and been like why are you stealing my day and why are you mm-hmm. you know like all this yeah. stuff because like, she could have been horrible but she wasn't she was awesome yes And yeah. yeah. the thing
1: was I also loved that I also loved how low-key it was mm-hmm. you know like it was very like just so you know and like you know because of course like he must have said something before so like you know Paul was very like had said you know multiple times like stay away from my sister stay away from my sister and so he finally is like look i can't it's not happening and he's like excellent you know second second best thing i've heard all day like great
0: yes that was so good yeah the second best thing i've heard all day and (laughs) and they yeah like we said the whole thing with them remembering her birthday with them giving her their mileage collective mileage was was so lovely and uh I, I did like her second dress a lot more than her first dress. Yeah. Uh, it was like her first dress was kind of a weird blue with black flowers, weird dress. The, the second one was a spaghetti strap with a red oh, sparkly. It was beautiful. beautiful. Yes. So I was more of, not that wear are a fashion yes. podcast, but there we go. And uh, she finds out she's not, he's not going to sell the house and-
1: that they can meet, you know, her and Peru and
0: him in yeah. Costa Rica, and I was like, yes, please. And then but they I say, love- he says, uh, is, they say, is that the only reason you are coming back? And he says, I want to be wherever I'm you. Dead. I want, I want to be where you are, wherever, wherever that, that might, might be. be. I Ugh.
1: loved how open ended and how open <laughs> that is. Like, I loved how this ending understood this
0: couple and their needs. Yeah. I could
1: buy this ending.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, I've said it before. I am really getting weary of the, we live in different places. Therefore we can't be together conflict. Yeah.
1: Cause because
0: ridiculous. it is ridiculous because if you really loved somebody, you would, you would f- move. Like you just would like, they, they, like a relationship is there's no job that's more important than being with the person that you love
1: or like, and like you make it or like make you it would work move. somehow
0: like either like eventually you would move but yeah like, eventually you would move like
1: opening that door to continued long distance and then pop pa- and then moving, like yeah i like sort of the understanding because i think the understanding here says a lot more about how drew understands leah and how he understands her need to travel to be like she's not upset when she says he's she's going and i think that's like that's like one of the biggest things i love about this ending is that just because he is ready to settle in a place doesn't mean that he needs her to and i think there are so there are a couple of movies that have done that exactly and i'm like that's not gonna last that's maybe gonna last five seconds because this person doesn't
0: understand right and so you know they would she would go on her travels and then come back and they would be Mm -hmm. together like like you would do and uh, i mean yeah it's kind of like in um, the thing that drove me crazy in chesapeake shores Is they were all like you're going on tour. We can't be together. And it's like, no. Are you crazy? He's a singer. He's going to go on tour. Exactly. That's his job. And then you like just being in like, a relationship. Like exactly. What? <sighs> Maybe not. So like in this, and the, when he's talking about all the different things he loves about the town, and he says, "The thing I love most is that you're here." Oh, yeah. Beautiful. It's yeah. so good. That was so sweet. The only thing I care about is that you see me.
1: Yeah. You see. Yeah. You see me. Like I literally have this underlined. Like <laughs> you can kind of. Oops. Yeah. Hello.
0: There we go. You see? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling you, all of you okay. listeners, when you vote for the Hallmarkies Podcast Awards, I will be very disappointed if Tracy Andreen does not win. She deserves to win for Best Writer. Her writing was the best this year. <laughs> Plus, so she wrote a novel that's also really cute. She deserves <laughs> to win. Please vote for her. <laughs> I just thought it was lovely. And you just were so invested in this couple they had enough swoonworthy moments and i didn't mind that it was a party planning movie because the the party planning moments were really just excuses for getting the characters together to talk yep. mm-hmm. and and that's how it's done right when when they're spending all this time like who oh, should we have dj the 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 f- party or what food should we get i don't care about that i'm not Mm going to be eating this food i'm not going to be going to this party so that kind of stuff is not interesting what's interesting is stuff that actually like impacts the characters and makes them grow Mm -hmm. and change and and this just did such a good job with that and i just thought it had it's so hard in these movies because they're so limited as far as time that the fact that you had so many characters that were well developed and i felt like i knew and got an arc that's very difficult and it, she did a, a a great job i thought really, really, really
1: enjoyed
0: this yeah and emily osmond i think is yeah. just born to be in these movies i, I yeah. she's only done this is her second she needs to do more yes because <laughs> she's so good i think she's for this the i love young and Hen- young and hungry her show And uh, I I would love to get her um, co-star in Young and Hungry uh, Jonathan's something I forget his last name. Um, Anyway, I would love to get him also in a homework movie because I think he would be very charming as well. But um, but anyway, I thought this was excellent, and I'm going to give it a 4.75 crowns. I think I'm about.
1: I think I'm there too. That's probably.
0: Okay. Now our next one is our Christmas journey on the fourth. This is homework previous mysteries, Holly Robinson, Pete lyric bent and Nick Sanchez. And it's as a single mom and her teenage son with autism come to a crossroad during Christmas, she must learn to let go so he can flourish as she finds her own heart healing in unexpected ways. So what did you think overall of this one?
1: So I think this this was the movie out of the three of them where I, I spent terrified for the black, for the crisis point in this movie. I was terrified as to what that was going to happen, what was going to happen there. And I literally was like sitting on the edge of my seat nervous because all of the various storylines we're heading towards this crisis point and I was terrified as to see what it was going to be. And um, I thought the performances were great. I think this movie needed an epilogue, but that's another story entirely. But I literally was nervous for all of these characters because all of the things that they seem to want were in conflict with each other in certain ways, slash did not know what they wanted, if that makes any sense. And I was like so nervous for all of them because it could have all gone up in in smoke real fast. And whether my nerves, you know, and I think my nerves can absolutely be attributed to the fact that I also cared a lot about these characters, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Like I got engrossed in the performances, I got engrossed in the story and I got terrified.
0: Yeah, I definitely felt some of that anxiety that you're talking about watching it, that you felt that you felt there was a certain degree of awkwardness about her behavior, you know, the way that she was so clingy. Um, but then also like, is he going to be okay? Because she's so anxious. It made us as audience members feel anxious. And it's like, is this a good place? Is it, why is she sending him here? If she's so like nervous about it? Yeah. Like, it, is this like a bad place? Is this, you know, it's like, is this going to take a turn? You know, it's not because yeah. it's Hallmark, but it kind of that, felt like, exactly. Is it going to be, you know, is is the mother going to cause, you know, her son to have a
1: meltdown like, in in the facility? Is the daughter going to lose her mind and cause trouble? Like, is, you know, the father going to, you know, leave? What's going to happen to the grandmother? Like, like all of these variables create cause this, like, such degree of anxiety. And, like, I had no idea until it started to happen, even how they were going to end this movie well if
0: that yeah sense. i thought like i yeah i agree i i thought is is this like i i was a little bit confused about why they weren't doing more to sort of reassure her that this was a good place like it seemed like i don't know i felt like sort of panicky for her that that she was so concerned and it's not like the where her when her, her kids have, when her son had been held underwater, which would be a traumatic event. Yeah. Which we learned later. And I was yeah, glad. It's not I was like, like, okay,
1: that's why.
0: Yeah. But it's not like it was there or at this place. And he's like much older now. And so I don't know. I was just kind of like, what is wrong with this place? Like, why is she so concerned? We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmark March Store.
1: Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life?
0: What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the
1: time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store.
0: Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more.
1: You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more.
0: And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more.
1: Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love.
0: There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description.
1: That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies.
0: I tell you, my overall thoughts about this movie, I I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very sweet. But... I don't think that they should have had a romance in this movie i i just i i didn't feel the chemistry between the two of them and i and i understand it's hallmark you have to have romance i get it but all things being equal i think this movie would have been better if it was a Mm -hmm. hall of fame movie where in the end uh they they just decide to co-parent and be a happy family together like that would have been much better I, i just didn't feel the chemistry between them at all i didn't feel like they really even liked each other very much let alone loved each other
1: i felt the beginnings of the return to chemistry which is why i think this movie needed an epilogue yeah that's fair um i think that like as she let down her guard especially during those moments at the dance especially like when we get to the play, like towards the end, like I can see it, you know, it's it starting to come in like as she kind of like lets go of her, of, you know, of that sort of overwhelming panic about Marcus, letting him back in, letting letting her ex-husband back in. I can see that. But I don't think there was enough time there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that it was enough time where, like, this, they should be living together again, yet. Yeah. In a year, again, like, yeah. you know, like, it gives of Hanukkah one year later, if they are still, like, dealing with each other, if they're still having those moments together, then sure. Yeah. But, I understand the thing is, like, I can totally see, like, yes, you know, forced forced proximity only one guest has, you know, and the thing about that relationship, like, during this period of time where they're looking at the school, the parents are in the same house. They are at the best of each other. You know what I mean? Like, he's not working all the time because you get the feeling that that was part of the problem in the marriage. He's not working all the time. They actually are spending time together. He's spending time with their daughter. He's spending time with her. And like, which is why once she gets less anxious and panicked about Marcus, they are both able to have those moments does, does, does am i am i making
0: Diane, sense no. at all yeah no i mean i see that and i mean obviously this is especially meaningful to holly Robinson pete because her yeah. son ryan has the or no he's not ryan ryan's the daughter's name i forget his name all of a sudden it's rj rj yeah rj her son rj uh, has autism and uh, that was a a challenge for her and her family of how best to help him, and he seems to be a wonderful young man and doing great. And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it was fun to watch their little reality show that they had and see his his progress and uh, that he um, I think is uh, working for the Dodgers. If I when I, when yeah. the show was on, at least that's what he was mm-hmm. doing. And so great young man. And so obviously this this comes very close to home for her and uh, you could feel you could feel that closeness i think in her yes. performance i thought it was a good performance definitely she was fantastic mm-hmm. yeah and i did also like the whole plot of maya the daughter yes. and her kind of feeling like she always has to take sort of the se- the back seat mm-hmm. there's the second one uh because marcus is so demanding and i'm sure that tons of people can relate to that. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I, I, we didn't have anybody with special needs in my family, but even just being from a family with six, you definitely had times where you needed to take a step back and be, you know, the, uh, when my, when my parents had, had little ones, because my mom had a baby when I was a freshman and a senior in high school. And so during those times, uh, I definitely had to take a step back and, you yeah. know, like my, my parents couldn't be at you know all the like swim meets or the events or different things like that because they're caring for an infant like you can't yeah. and so you know that's that is a thing that you know that's part of uh part of being a, in yeah. a family you know and so i thought that was all really well done uh what do you think of the grandma did you like her character or she too much
1: I mean, here's here's what I think. I think she served as a really great buffer. I think she served as a wonderful buffer for the various family members. Like she was the person who heard everybody, if that makes any sense. Like everybody in that family has their like um, focus, if you will. And um, she had all of them. The father confided in her, the mother confided, everybody confided in the ground. And I like that aspect. And I think she also like everybody in that movie can fight each other,
0: each yeah. the grandmother. Well, and she was also sort of the uh, the truth teller to everybody. Yes. She was gonna tell it like it is to mm-hmm. to everybody and just yes. sort of fit that role in the story well too. Yeah. And uh, they have the wishing wreaths that they do. Is that a is that a
1: thing that you guys do? <laughs> that
0: <was laughs> I've the first? Did
1: okay
0: I've and never so- done a wishing wreath before, but
1: okay
0: they i think they probably had a little bit of a hard time working christmas into this movie because there was so much to cover that yeah. like making enough sort of christmasy moments was probably challenging i'm just guessing yeah. with the script so they got like the the school play or whatever at the center i don't know what you call that place um where he gets to play mm-hmm. blitzen yes awesome. he's very excited about that and then they make pomodores which i have done before okay. and it's it's basically like you he would take an orange and you put cloves yeah in the orange um and you can like make it in an ornament it smells really nice um so that was fun i've never seen that in a homework movie Stuff to find traditions that haven't been covered to death <laughs> yeah. um they go to that christmas carnival and there's yeah. that there's a photo booth and tree lighting yeah and this is where she finds out that the ex broke up with his i guess longtime girlfriend amanda so uh, she, they have that sort of a conversation. Mother, who is it that they find the star in the attic? Yeah, it was her. Mo- it, was, her mother. It, was,
1: it was the person. Yeah, it was her mother. It was the woman okay, yeah. who's who's, who's, who runs the guest house, her mother.
0: Yeah, and it's okay to miss her. I do too. It was a nice moment. That's really sweet. And she says, How can I stand back and watch the world break his heart? And then the husband says, give him a chance to surprise you. He just might. Yes. So, yeah, I think uh, that was good. And uh, there was, so then there was this, also this relationship. I think her name was Morgan.
1: Yes. The sister of the, it was the sister. Yeah. It was the daughter of the woman who uh, ran the guest house.
0: Yeah. And what was the boy's name? should you write that down maybe i just wrote down boy because <laughs> <laughs> i can like, I, I didn't know his name but, but anyway maya and the boy <laughs> yes make snow angels so cute. then this feather lands on on uh, her and so then she uses it in her um in her wreath, in her her wreath. Yeah. and she
1: also uses it as a sign to finally tell her mother hey listen You know, I have been, um, I have been feeling second best.
0: Yeah. And she says, you know, it hurt me, hurt me that in our winter plans, that my recital wasn't even a consideration.
1: Yeah. I was, I was actually wondering at that point, like how they were going to work that back into the story. Mm -hmm. Because it was so important at the time. And I was like, okay, you know, how are they going to work this back into it?
0: Yeah. And I thought it was a little bit weird. So they call her to the center and there's like, Marcus is hurt. Come. And then she gets there and, she, and she, they're like, it's just a band-aid. It was just a, you know, a scrape. And, but we have to by law or whatever we have to call you. And, but like, you could have easily just said, he's had a scrape. You need to come, you know, whatever, check on it. Instead, they like make her all worry. <laughs> oh no. He's like, you know, oh, been seriously I- injured. Like I
1: th- here's here's the thing well, though. Like I I honestly think that like any call would send her nervous. Yeah, so that's I think fair. What they're doing is they're justifying her nerves, and then on the way there, and then being like, "Oh, it's fine," mm-hmm. and she gets there. Because I think, is- yeah. And You're and both. my heart at this point is like pounding. Like, oh my god! Like, what's gonna happen? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! She's gonna take him home. She's gonna take him home.
0: No! Like- <laughs> yeah. It's like, why didn't you just tell her on the phone? Everything's fine everything and she still probably would freak out but not as much as if like come quickly Marcus is injured (laughs) yeah
1: exactly i don't know Uh, know, marcus is in the infirmary he's been injured
0: yeah "Ah." i was like what and uh and so then she tells the whole story about the boys holding him underwater and uh you know she says i i swore i would never leave him out of my sight for fear what others would do to him and i tell you what i thought about with this was finding Nemo (laughs) when Marlin says, I promised I'd never let anything happen to him. Yeah. And then Dory says, that's not very fun for poor. Like I forget. She says Mario or or whatever. It's no fun. (laughs) Oh yeah. I promised I'd never let anything happen to him. So (laughs) he's doing fine. And uh, then she's also really nervous about him in the play. Yeah. So of course, like I'm sitting there going, Oh God, what's she going to do? How is she going (laughs) to stop?
1: Like like, literally like my heart is like,
0: yeah. And I mean, really this movie was more about her than it was about, uh, uh, about Marcus. Yeah. It was more about her and I'm sure that tons of moms can definitely relate Mm -hmm. to this, you know, I mean, neither of us are moms. So, uh, but I'm sure that they can relate to it and I'm definitely
1: thinking of a couple in question.
0: Yeah, for sure. And One in particular, but yeah. Yeah. And then she sees Morgan helping Marcus and she realizes that everything will be okay. And, and,
1: and that's I, when that's an, that's an important
0: moment. Yeah. Many reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Yeah.
1: You know, like she could have caused so much havoc and trouble that they had that moment right there when she was not when she was backstage and not allowed to be backstage
0: yeah
1: so I was like my as I said watching that scene where she was going back like I knew where she was going like and I think everybody else like her you know the ex-husband her you know her ex-husband and her daughter they both knew like knew where where she was going yeah because he because he knew exactly what she was doing with the with the leftovers from the diner like from the restaurant earlier on like and so um but the fact that like she was able to sort of be quiet about it and not like I was like okay that is improvement
0: yeah and so then really sweet scene maybe one of my favorites is Maya you think that she's made this wreath for the boy though I can't remember his name Um, but it turns out she's made it for Marcus and that was so sweet and she says the feather symbolizes you'll fly high and be strong that was great no, props to Maya. She's like the best person in this movie. <laughs> but like, but <laughs> and so then we find out that the ex-husband is uh, taking a job at Hope Hills uh, and he wants the whole family to move there and they're going to get back together. And then the end of the movie is Maya playing It Came Upon a Midnight Clear yep. for everybody. So yep. she gets her recital in the end. So yeah, this movie, I, I thought it was very sweet. I thought it was, uh, it had some good emotion, good performances. Yes. I just, I just wish they had just not done the romance and just had them in the end unite <laughs> as a family that's co-parenting together, that's supporting each other. I think that would have been a lot more meaningful and uh, moving than, I don't know, than. I wanted an epilogue yeah or all you need or is, an epilogue.
1: yeah all you need for that that romance to work is an epilogue
0: yeah that's fair like
1: one more scene like okay you know year later you know everybody's having christmas together you know like perfect
0: yeah i could see you know that. they're still they're still
1: together like they're at the school like Morgan and the boy come over for dinner. They're all celebrating, like, her new friends at our new, Maya's new friends at our new school, like, you know, or they're, like, or Maya is playing piano for the school, you know, for hotels like, who knows? But, like, you know, there could be a whole bunch of different things. But, like...
0: Yeah. But it, I do it, also, I just think it would have been meaningful to have ended it with them deciding they're going to work and have a productive family even if they don't get back together. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's a harder thing to sell for Hallmark, but it would have been, I think, quite yeah. powerful if that yeah. that had been ending, but.
1: Yeah. Either that or that, as I said, that or not. Yeah, that or not, or not I agree,
0: yeah. But uh, but yeah, I give this one a 3.5. Um, I
1: would say, I would give it a 3.75 because Nick Sanchez was fantastic. He
0: was very good, very, very good. So there we go. That's the three movies that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed uh, well, I enjoyed all three of them to different extents. So there yeah. we go. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, let us know what you think of these three movies. We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter. And make sure you check out Stacy's books, they're super fun. And <laughs> let us know what you think. And Stacy, how can people follow you and your content and everything?
1: I am findable on Twitter as NY Stacy, Instagram is SAGDEN. Um, StacyAgdarn.com is the website. Stacy A. Agdern is, um, is, my, is my author Facebook page. Um, and my books are published by Tully Publishing and available wherever books are sold.
0: And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please take a look over there. And also make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkey's Pod and Homework's Podcast. All of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please take a second and leave your ratings and reviews, five star reviews. We sure appreciate them so much. Helps people to find the podcast. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group where we're having our patron watch along next week with director David Weaver. And we're going to watch Christmas town, but with Candace Cameron Bray. So that's going to be super fun. He's going to have a lot of behind the scenes details. So any tier level can participate. So please take a look and check out the patron group. And then we also have the merch store, which has tons of fun designs uh, holiday and otherwise so if you are looking the last day to order for christmas is thursday so when this airs on wednesday uh the last day to order for christmas is thursday so get in your hallmarkies postables hardies uh all of that inspired uh items plus just for the movie fan in your life we have tons of fun designs please take a look at the merch store we appreciate it so so much and thanks so much, Stacy. I really appreciate you talking with me about these movies. Thank I look forward so to for- it every year. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This is, it's a joy every year. And I really, really
1: love coming on and chatting with you. So.
0: And, and I want to you- congratulate you. Oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> on your on your very recent awards and promotions.
0: Yes, thank you. I got made a member of the Hollywood uh, Critics Association. And uh, so that was very exciting, very fun. So Uh, yeah thank you so much and we just wish everybody Merry Christmas Happy Late Hanukkah and uh, hope y'all are having a wonderful season we'll talk to y'all later bye bye